Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Kuf test, Babakama 109, will start from the second side of the daf, about seven lines down. The last word on the line is Bo'i, Ravina. Ravina had a question, but to appreciate the question and how we got here, we'll back up a little bit to the Mishnah at the top of Amr Aleph, which is coming from the bottom of the previous staff. The case over there was a person who stole from his father. And it's a case where he denied it and he made an oath. And by rights, he should be obligated in Keren Chomesh Va'asham, the principal, the extra fifth, and the atonement carbon described in Parshas Naso, Perek Hay. What happened, though, is that his father died, and he is the inheritor. And the Mishnah goes through great lengths and is expounded upon in the Gemara that he needs to get that money out of his possession, even though according to the laws of finances, essentially he inherited the money from his father and he should just keep the stolen money that he denied through an oath. The atonement will require that he has to relinquish that money, says the Gemara, if he doesn't have a different way to relinquish it, then la'arniki shal tzedakah, he should give it to charity fund, but he's got to get that money out of his possession, even though there's no one claiming it from him at this point. The Gemara continues by considering the case of Gezel Hager. The case of Gezel Hager is that a person stole money from a person who then died without inheritors. And the question which Chazal asks is, how could you have a Jew without anyone to inherit? Everybody's related to somebody somehow, even if it's going to be a 52nd cousin, but somehow you're related. And the Gemara explains that it's talking about a ger, a convert to Judaism, who is starting fresh in his family relationships. If he were to die without children, without having built a family, then the money owed to him by this person who stole from him would fall into this category of stealing from a person, having to pay back, and not having anyone, even an inheritor, to pay back to. And the rule in such a case is... In Parshas Naso, if there is no inheritor, to bring this atonement money to. So then it goes to the Kohanim, and besides that, he still has to bring his atonement carbon. Our Gemara focuses on the word ish, which is mentioned in the Pasuk, vimein lo ish 
goel, if the man does not have an inheritor, and wonders, Bo'i ravina gozel hagiyores mahu. What is the halacha if a person stole from a female convert? The Pasuk says, Ish, this specialized law that the money that can't be repaid anymore goes to the Kohanim, but that says, Ish, when it was a man convert that you stole for. Is that a Gezeres HaKosov? Specifically, only in that case does it have to be repaid to the Kohanim if the person you stole from is no longer here? Or would that law apply even to an Isha, a woman, from whom they stole? As the question is explained, Ish Isha, does it mean a man and not a woman? Odilma, or maybe Urche de Krahu, that's the way the Pasuk speaks. It makes things masculine, but it's not limited to the masculine. And the Gemara resolves it and says that it would indeed apply even if it was a woman from whom the money was stolen. Again, we're not talking about repaying the person themselves. Man, woman, you steal from them, you have to repay it. But in this sophisticated case where the person is no longer here and has no relatives who inherit to whom you can repay, this specialized law that it goes to the Kohanim would apply regardless man or woman as the Gemara resolves the question. I want to point out that this question that we have here, man, does it only mean man or even woman, that question was already dealt with in a different direction regarding prohibited activity. The Gemara in our Masechta, Daf Tesvav, 15a, I believe, says, Isha, Isha, Kiyasu, Mikalchatos, when a man or a woman will do any of the sins in the Torah, Posek in Parshas Naso, in the same section as Gezel Hager, the Gemara maintains, Hushfu Lechal Onchen, man and woman, when they will do any of the sins, automatically tells us that in all areas of sins, man and woman are equated. And so, if a man or woman would do damage, for example, they would be equally liable. Man, woman does it, makes no difference. The question that was discussed over here in our Gemara was very specialized in the case of Gezel Hager, as I mentioned, the person already died, no inheritors, was the word ish meant to exclude women, and the Gemara maintains that on the contrary, men and women are equal in this law as well. Yeshe thank you for joining.